In Dominican, the Eastern Caribbean, the afternoon time is 1 o'clock. This is Q95 from the Nature Island of Dominica. The program is Talk on the Block. I'm Leonard Clinton sitting in for Matthias Peltier Jr. And very happy to be with you this Monday afternoon. It's the 15th day of August in the year 2022. And yes, we do thank you very much for joining us from wherever you are. Right here at home in Nature Island, Dominica, or in one of the other islands of the Eastern Caribbean. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps you're joining us from further field, um, somewhere in the national community. We do thank you very much. It's a joy and honor to be with you once again. All right, uh, we talk, and we talk on the block. That's what we do here on Q9 at 5 in the afternoons from uh, 1 to 2. Yeah, sharp hour in the lunchtime segment of our lives yeah and that's what we'll do this afternoon the people in the Castle Bruce area concerned about the road conditions and live law uh, the bridge there and some uh, work that has been going on there staged uh, protest action this morning we will remind you of what happened seem to have come to some resolution that the road will be made more trouble perhaps by Thursday of this week and the protesters have said if they don't see that happening then they could very well be in protest action again on Friday morning. The search continues for Euron Vidal of Biash and uh, so far no good news, but we're still hoping for good news that Huron will be found uh, safe and sound. Our thoughts and prayers with the family at this hour. Island Dominica Civil Liberties Foundation Inc. Nidcliff, uniting our Kalanago and Afro Caribbean nature islanders and friends of Dominica at home and abroad, coming together to help preserve the integrity of Dominica's democracy, human rights, and civil liberties, ensuring free, fair, and competitive elections on a level playing field within a system that guarantees freedom of expression, belief, and association, respect for the inalienable rights of individuals and minorities. Respect for the rule of law, for free communications media, and free from psychological, mental, and physical abuse of women, minors, the elderly, and young men. Some reported $4 billion from the sale of Dominica's Sacrament of Sovereignty, our citizenships, are alleged to have been deposited in mysterious foreign bank accounts controlled by two men, a shady Lebanese operative and a lead policy director. It is alleged that from this fund, the authorities have illegally and corruptly paid the way for thousands of Dominicans living abroad to travel to Dominica on the eve of general elections to vote strategically to help keep their government in power. Even worse, this money, which should have legally been deposited in the consolidated fund, has allegedly been used for every purpose imaginable for the sole goal of allowing government to remain in power. As a result of this illegal diversion of state funds, which is publicly acknowledged, Dominicans have been economically brought to their knees, while large buildings whose ownership is unknown are sprouting all over the country. Our architectural heritage is being desecrated. One party mysteriously erects an imposing headquarters in the city. Foreign artists are paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to hold partisan concerts in Dominica. Support our Radiothon, 
fundraising events, subscriptions, GoFundMe, and other initiatives to help raise funds to support a legal challenge against the siphoning of public funds from the Consolidated Fund and other initiatives and actions. Nature Island Dominica Civil Liberties Foundation, Inc. Nidcliffe, working to help unify and build Dominica and our Afro-Caribbean and Kalanago brothers and sisters at home and abroad. Nidcliffe, fighting to save our Nature Island, Dominica. Beat the heat with Loratech Inverter Type Air Conditioners from ESA Trading Limited. State of the art technology, quiet and super efficient. Loratech Inverter Type Air Conditioners made by TLC are very energy efficient with up to 50% savings on electricity. Loratech Inverter Type Air Conditioners come with anti corrosive golden coating for added protection and the prevention of bacteria. Three-year warranty on complete units with up to five-year warranty on compressor. Available in 12,000, 18,000, 24,000 and 36,000 BTU units. Prices start as low as $1,995 plus you get 10% discount on cash purchases. Higher purchase terms are also available. Also, ESA Trading Limited offers professional installation and after-sales service. Visit ESA Trading Limited today at the corner of Bayfront and Kennedy Avenue, Roseau, or Canefield Industrial Site, or call us on telephone number 440-0205 or 449-3636. ESA Trading Limited, we are making a difference for you. If you're cool, then I'm cool, then we're cool. Yo, Dominica, what's up? This is yours truly positive. Listen, on August 26th, get ready for the Back to School Gospel event. It's happening at the Michael Bill Daniel Memorial Park in Goodwill, hosted by the Hunger and Thirst Drama Group from the Pentecostal Church. Make sure you get your tickets, come out in your numbers. You could link up with Miss Cathy Augustine and make the thing happen. All right. I can't wait to see you there. And I'm excited. I'm super excited to be coming back to the beautiful Dominica. All right. I'm rolling in my tomb and army. Oh, my Jesus and I. See you there. Easy. Tickets available at CLC Bookstore, Bullseye Pharmacy, Bunny's Cakes and Catering, and Powie's Office. Ticket cost $40 for adults. Children 16 and under, $20. In the Spotlight on Q95 FM Radio, every Monday night from 8 p.m. In the Spotlight, featuring people from all walks of Dominican life. Spotlighting their triumphs and tragedies, dreams, hopes, and aspirations, untold stories, touching the human and personal side of our people in politics, religion, sports, business, music, culture, the media, and more. Getting to know our farmers, public servants, youth, the ordinary Dominican. Listen to their stories. No limitations, no restrictions, no holds barred. In the Spotlight will also spotlight interesting topics, issues, and relevant situations. Don't miss In the Spotlight on Q95 FM Radio every Monday night from 8 p.m. Your brakes are calling. They have heard the news that Driver Auto Supplies have just received a new shipment of brake pads for your SUVs, pickup trucks, trucks, cars, and minibuses. Driver Auto Supplies, located at Forkale at the tire shop next to the bread depot. Call 448 6637 or 277 0505. Hurry and get the brakes that you need. Competitive prices in this tough economic times also available. Motorcycle and scooter tires. I hope so that happens here right now. It's all right now. Yeah. 
be my deceit at the same time. You need it to fix Carlos or tell us. How long the road will be completed? One year? You sure in one year? But that road should be done in phases and you can't do one in one time. Let me ask you one two questions again. Why are you still national the road from here in Upton so little content to come up? Why you study from Mon? Because Tarish Pit is on Emerald Pole, so that's why we start from Tarish Yeah, but when you mention of the road coming from that area to come down, it makes it more difficult for you. If you study from that end to come, then that road will be better for you because as you come, it's finishing. Yeah, we agree for you. Okay. Make sure what all you say. If you see a problem, tell us. Because sometimes you don't see everything. But if it don't go out, Voices from the protest action in the Live Air Law area, the bridge area by Live Air Law there. Um, Casa Bruce in the Commonwealth of Dominica that happened this morning. I hope so that happens here right now. It's all right now. No, it's right now. Some yeah. the bad spot where you fix the load. We might just see it at the same time. You need it to fix Carlos. Or tell us. How long will the road will be completed? One year? You sure in one year? But that road should be done in phases and you can't do one in one time. No, no, let me ask you one two questions again. Why are you still national the road from here in Upton so little content to come up? Why you study from Mon? Because Tarish Pit is on Emerald Pole, so that's why we start from Tarish Yeah, but when you national the road coming from that area to come down, it makes it more difficult for you. If you study from that end to come, then that road will be better for you because as you come, it's finishing. Yeah, we agree for you. Okay. Make sure what all you say. If you see a problem, tell us. Because sometimes you don't see everything. But if it don't go as a friend, it's going to be worse tomorrow. All right? So we take him out for that. We go in by Right? So we start taking it. One thirteen is the afternoon time, and those were the voices of protesters in the Libya law area this morning as they stood up and made their concerns known about the motorability of the road and the, the length of time it has taken to complete the project and so on. And they got a commitment that the road will be motorable by, you know, in you know, reasonable good condition by Thursday. And uh, they have indicated that if that, not, if that is not the case, then uh, they could very likely return to protest action, which uh, emerged this morning. All right. Good to be with you this Monday afternoon. I am going to talk a little bit this afternoon about uh, our overseas missions, two of them in particular, uh, the, the one in Washington, D.C., and the one in New York, and uh, just how they seem to be operating in terms of record-keeping, financial affairs, and so on. It's good to check in from time to time as to what we're doing and, and how things have been done. Uh, in the interest of the public in Dominica. So we'll spend a little time this afternoon uh, talking about that from the perspective of the directive audit and a report that was done on both missions and reported on in the 
audited report, the report of the directive audit for the financial year ended June the 30th, 2020. So we will get to that in just a moment. Remember, we are in the hurricane season. Discuss and practice a disaster plan with your family. One of the most important lessons from hurricane, make sure everyone in the family knows who to contact and how to contact them. Make sure kids know enough information so that an adult can get in touch with that person should sudden evacuation be necessary when you aren't near them. Practice this and make other backup plans. If you have young children, you might like to write important contact information on an index card and give it to them in case they are somehow separated from you. If your older children have cell phones, make sure that your contact information and any other important contact information are programmed into their contact list or speed dials. This can be as involved as you like, but keep in mind the ages and temperaments of individuals to assure everything runs smoothly in the event you have to evacuate immediately. The Global View on Q, the big station. Insights into where the people of Dominica and the Caribbean came from. Understanding our past, embracing our present, charting the way forward into our future. Together, eliminating poverty, embracing justice, peace, and togetherness. The Global View on Q, networking Dominica with the rest of the world. The experts are in the house. From Dominica, Canada, the Caribbean, the United States, Europe, Asia, and the rest of the world. Engaging all Dominicans at home and abroad on our agriculture, our economy, our foreign relations, our justice system, our governance, our international competitiveness, our education, our world-class festivals and entertainment, sports, politics, regional cooperation, and much more. Globally positioning Dominica within the Caribbean. Join the conversation on The Global View on Q. Tune in, call us, have your say. The Global View on Q, only on Q95, the big station. Roots Connections on Q, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. every other Wednesday on Q95, the big station. Dominicans journeyed beyond our shores for decades in search of economic opportunities and educational advancement. Many are ready to give back to their cherished nature island. Welcome to Roots Connections on Q. Join Dr. Simone Matthew on Q95 as we tap into the life and times and expertise of our Nature Island Dominicans at home and abroad. From our agriculture and industry to sustainable development, resilience and renewable energy to the music, art and entertainment industries. Join Dr. Simone Matthew and guests every other Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. We examine where they came from, where they have been, where they are now and how we can move forward forward together with our brothers and sisters at home and abroad to inspire and elevate our country, our economy, our people, and our youth to achieve excellence and success. Roots Connections on Q, every other Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., only on Q95, the big station. Jacob is calling his children, so we
clock on the wall says 120. This is Talk on the Block for Monday, the 15th of August in the year 2022. We thank you for joining us. Paying attention now to the audit of the financial records of the Embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in Washington, D.C. for the period uh, July 1st, 2015 to March 31st, 2019. And the permanent mission to the United Nations and the Consulate of the Commonwealth of Dominica in New York for the period uh, 1st of July 2014 to April 30th, 2019. And just by way of background, as it is reported in the report of the Directive Audit, the Embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in Washington, D.C., and the permanent mission to the United Nations and the Consulate of the Commonwealth of Dominica, New York, were established primarily to protect and represent the interest of the nation and nationals in the United States and its jurisdiction within the limits permitted by international law. Additionally, the permanent mission consulate in New York facilitates the renewal of passports for Dominicans by accepting renewal fees, forms, and travel documents which are couriered to the Immigration Department in Dominica. The renewed passport is dispatched to the consulate for issuance. The report says, by way of introduction, in the ongoing effort to en enhance financial probity, efficiency, and transparency in the use of public resources, the Audit Department conducted an audit of the financial records of the Embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in Washington, D.C., and uh, the New York mission to the United Nations and the Consulate of the Commonwealth of Dominica, the audit team comprised the Director of Audit and an Audit Officer. An audit, as you probably know, is a process that is, uh, I, I could use the word imposed, or maybe even superimposed on, a, on an accountability relationship. So where you have an accountability relationship where someone is assigned by someone else to do something and that person is accountable to that person who's given them the assignment, they have to report on, on what has happened, what is going on with the monies that they spent or the things that they were supposed to have done. Uh, that report that is submitted is uh, sometimes audited. And, and audited means simply there's a verification, uh, an exercise to verify the, the truthfulness and the fairness of the report that has been presented to the entity or individual to whom you're accountable. In this case, the overseas missions, the public service of Dominica, the government of Dominica, is accountable to the parliament for the spending of public finances in Dominica, and you have the function of direct of audit that is that third party now that is imposed on the accountability relationship to ensure that reports are correct and reports, uh, especially in financial affairs, are fair as well. Okay. So what does the, in summary, what, what does the audit for that year uh, conclude about the the work of the Commonwealth of Dominica mission, the Embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in Washington, D.C., for the period 1st of July 2015 to March 31st, 2019. I'll just tell you quickly that it says, in conclusion, based on the audit work performed, we found that Except for the occasional use of pre-signed checks, the financial transactions and records of the Embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in Washington, D.C. were in compliance with applicable laws, rules, regulations, policies, and procedures. Okay? So, in other words, this is a an entity and an operation that seem to know what they're doing, seem to know what is required of them according to the law of Dominica, according to the expectations, and according to the assignment, the specific assignment for the overseas mission. With the exception of 
the occasional use of pre-signed checks. So just to read the conclusion again, with respect to the the Embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in Washington, D.C., based on the audit work performed, we found that except for the occasional use of pre-signed checks, the financial transactions and records of the Embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in Washington, D.C. were in compliance with applicable rules, regulations, policies, and procedures. But let's go to the conclusion with respect to the with respect to the New York mission and the consulate. The audit says, based on the significant deficiencies revealed during the course of the audit, we conclude that the financial transactions and records of the New York mission slash consulate were not in compliance in all, and all, A-double-L, all, is underlined, in all material respects with applicable laws, rules, regulations, policies, and procedures. So while the embassy in Washington, D.C. gets a relatively clean bill of health, the New York mission at the United Nations and the consulate does not. In fact, the report says, concludes, that the financial transactions and records at the New York mission consulate were not in compliance in all material respects with applicable laws, rules, regulations, policies, and procedures. So, of course, this is a matter of grave concern and something that needs to be paid attention to. Let me, let me give you an example of one of the matters that the audit would have been concerned about when they referenced uh, compliance, non-compliance in all material respects if applicable laws, rules, regulations, policies, and procedures. And we go to page 114 of that report. Funds to be transferred to the Consolidated Fund. All right. A grant in the amount of US $200,000 was received from the permanent mission of Pakistan to the United Nations. Let me take that again. I don't, don't want to read too. Uh, I want to read so that you understand clearly. Again. A grant in the amount of US $200,000 was received from the permanent mission of Pakistan to the United Nations on February 16, 2018. The grant represents the Pakistan government's expression of support and the solidarity with Dominica following the devastation by Hurricane Maria. You will recall that Hurricane Maria devastated Dominica. We were said to have lost 226% of our GDP in those fierce winds and uh, heavy waters of Maria in September of 2017. So by February 2016, 16th of February, we're receiving some assistance uh, for rehabilitation, reconstruction post-Maria from the permanent mission of Pakistan to the United Nations. 200,000 US dollars. The report goes on. The amount was deposited into the bank account of the Dominica Consulate in New York for onward transmission to the account of the Commonwealth of Dominica, the Consolidated Fund. At the time of the audit, April 29th, 2019 to May 3rd, 2019, the stated amount was still in the account of the consulate, not transferred to that of the 
Dominica Consolidated Fund. You have to understand what's happening here. Dominica is in a crisis. Agencies and governments around the world are rallying to our support. You have a contribution of 200,000 US dollars, over half a million EC dollars, that comes from the permanent mission of Pakistan to the United Nations. In February of 2018, and by May of 2019, the money has not been transferred to the Consolidated Fund of Dominica. Okay? So the audit has some recommendations. It said, personnel of the mission, of the mission, the consulate, must be guided by Section 36, Part 7, receive a pu receipt of public money of the Financial Regulations Act, Chapter 6302, which instructs, quote, wherever a public officer comes into receipt of public money, he shall pay to the accountant general or to a subaccountant without delay obtaining a receipt for the amount so paid. The stated grant held in the bank account must be transferred to the consolidated fund without delay. Right. So that was the recommendation of the audit. It would be interesting to find out where those funds are or what eventually happened with those funds because if you go from February uh, to February, that's a 12-month period, February 2018th to February 2019th, that's 12 months, and then you go March, April, May, that's 15 months that the money which was supposed to be coming into the consolidated fund remained in the account of the consulate in uh, New York. And there is, so, so that's probably something to keep your eyes on. Um, was that money ever transferred to the Consolidated Fund of Dominica? And maybe it is, it's an item that will be, will be we, we can expect to, to, to read about in a subsequent report of the Director of Audit. Then, with respect to the New York mission and the consulate as well, there is an item there speaking about acquisition slash disposal of motor vehicles. I'll read it for you. The Ministry of Finance approved the purchase of a new motor vehicle for use by the Consul General because it was indicated that the previous vehicle used, the 2005 Nissan Murano, which was purchased in 2005, was proving costly to maintain. The audit revealed that an amount of 38,998 US dollars was transferred by the Treasury Department on October 20, 2016, for the purchase of a new motor vehicle for the mission. A check dated 7th of December 2016 in the amount of 39,006 US dollars was paid by the mission consulate to the personal name of the consul general for the purchase of the said vehicle. As per invoice number 20452, dated January 11, 2017, from New Rochelle, Hyundai, the new, a new Hyundai Santa Fe was acquired at the cost of 40498 US dollars, less a rebate of $1,500. Therefore, the actual amount paid for the vehicle was 38998 US dollars. Additionally, the audit department found no reasonable justification for the payment of the check directly to the personal name of the Consul General, a practice that is counter to standard financial management procedures. 
The U.S. Department of State requires that all vehicles owned by a mission must be registered with the Department Office of Foreign Missions and must bear Department of State license plates. When the mission decides to dispose of the vehicle, it must apply for a title to do so. It was observed that a certificate of title from the U.S. Department of State was issued for the sale, registration, and titling of the 2005 Nissan Murano to a new owner, Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon, New York, on January 30th, 2017. A pickup receipt dated August 18, 2020, further revealed that the said vehicle was donated to Cars for Kids, which is a charitable organization. The donor, however, was neither in the name of the New York Mission Consulate nor in the name of JAPS Auto Clinic. There is no evidence that the financial secretary authorized the disposal of the 2005 Nissan Murano, which was previously assigned to the Consul General in violation of the financial stores regulations. And so there's a recommendation with respect to this as well. It says the fundamental requirements of accountability and transparency which promote good governance and public trust must be applied at all times in the use of public resources. It is strongly recommended that all payments are made out in favor of the person or persons to whom the money is actually due as instructed in section 791 of the Financial Reg Regulations Act, chapter 6302. The mission consulate must adhere to section 202 of the Financial Stores Regulations, which state that the authority of the financial secretary is required for disposal of all unserviceable or obsolete stores. So I, I cited those, those two examples, but there are concerns over unmaintained inventory register, deficient accounting practices, uh, problems with uh, receipts to payees, problems with travel advances, and uh, a whole host of other matters um, involving, you know, things of, of concern to the proper running and the proper functioning of the New York mission at the United Nations and the consulate there. Again, the conclusion with respect to the New York mission and consulate based on a on the significant deficiencies revealed during the course of the audit, we conclude that the financial transactions and records of the New York mission slash consulate were not in compliance in all material respects with applicable laws, rules, regulations, policies, and procedures. In, in local terms, somebody, some or young people would say it's, it's a hot mess up there, or at the time, back in 2019, when this audit was done. This is Talk on the Block. The afternoon time is uh, 1.39. Trade introduces Thrifty Thursdays. On the last Thursday of every month, get up to 20% discount of various items in the store between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. But wait, there's more. Also, look out for what deal of the day offer for an even bigger discount. You can't miss out on this real deal savings. So come to Auto Trade on Thrifty Thursdays. At Auto Trade, it's more than a vehicle, it's a relationship. Terms and conditions apply. 
advertise where everyone's listening. Advertise on Q95 today. Get more bang for your buck. Talk shows, news, sports, music shows, entertainment events, weekend shows, Newsweek reviews, early morning shows, evening and daytime shows, hot tips on health, nutrition, security, traffic, weather, environment, and more. Place your display banners on the Q95 website, www.q95da.com, with live links to your own website. Advertise on Q95, your one-stop shop for audio and video streaming, breaking news, sports, and entertainment. Advertise on Q95. Get value for your money. Call 767-448-5822 today. The Big Station. Prosecute a brother for seeking black power. Don't they know a blind man could see that this is blatant hypocrisy? The real traitors and them are all high in society. Yet the government protecting all of them and penalizing you and me. And in a million different ways they violate the law. It's the same good, no good bastards who oppress the poor. They sell in black market making excess profit paid a starvation salary. These good citizens are the architects of economic slavery. They say you have the right but then you are victimized and without any reason many a time you find yourself politically paralyzed by that same good citizen yet these fakes and phonies enjoy a long life of luxury where they spread corruption throughout the country when they should be arrested they're protected and respected in the society It's the same good, no good bastards who oppress the poor. With a false declaration, tax evasion, defrauding customs duty. These good citizens are the architects of economic slavery. They specialize Double deals Double deals They idolize If you're brave enough To open your mouth And criticize One time you are ostracized And or victimized Still they go unpunished And unaccused of any crime While on the backs of the ordinary man These vultures climb They use the riches and the power Make a mockery of the law And have the law protect them at the same time Peddling prostitution and piracy These good citizens are the architects Of economic slavery 1.43 is the afternoon time And we're going to take your phone calls here On this edition of Talk on the Block Yes Good afternoon Talk on the Block, how are you doing? Good afternoon, my PM How are you doing? I'm good, you always know the right song to play at the right time <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's 144, and of course, the numbers uh, you can reach us here 449 3096, or 449 3097. We have the overseas line 305 432 
get an update on what's going on in the protest in Casterbrook, the road closure, or whatever going on there. We just need an update on that. Well, it's been, it's been some time now, a couple of hours, some, some hours ago, that the protest action came to an end. There's an understanding between those who were protesting this morning and those who were responsible for the road that it will be in motorable condition by Thursday. Uh, the protesters agreed to that and uh, have indicated that should that not happen, then they will return to protest action on Friday. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. This is Q95, 145 is the afternoon time, and we, we, we're here with you until, until the 2 o'clock hour. And just a few moments ago, we were talking about the uh, embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in D.C. and the mission of the United Nations and our consulate, our consular office today in New York. Good afternoon. You know, somebody, somebody was there and changed his or her mind. Let's try this line. No. Oh, okay. Okay, not sure what's happening here. We seem to be okay. Got it this time. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm fine. You tell him, um, Mr. Parrot, Mr. Lennox, Honorable, to give us a little bit more volume, please. You can hardly anything coming off. Oh, you need you need some volume. All right. What's that? You need some volume. A little bit more volume, please. You oh. can't hear nothing from me now. Okay, okay. All right. Thank that, you very much. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, that's that's probably more a transmission issue than it is a volume issue. So um, our technical people, I'm sure they're listening. Um, whatever can be done to help the listeners in the north. Uh, let's let's get that done. 146, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Mark to the T. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. All right. So, so from what from what we read in the Directive Audit Report uh, regarding the the missions in New York and in Washington, uh, it it doesn't appear that people don't know what should be done because things are almost being done perfectly. Uh, well, according to the audit, with the exception of some um, pre-written pre checks that uh, they con con were concerned about, things seem to be happening as they should at the embassy in Washington, but nothing seems to be going right or seems to have been going right at the mission in New York and the consular office there. And uh, quite a number of concerns raised, and when you... When, you, when a report comes back from an audit that tells you you are deficient in all material respects, you, you're not in compliance in all material respects with the laws, with the rules, with the regulations, with policies and procedures, that is pretty serious stuff. Pretty, pretty serious stuff. But you know something I've observed in Dominica? the more public officials seem to be deficient in, in what they are asked to do and the responsibilities that they have accepted in service to the state of Dominica, the more deficient they are, the more unsuccessful they seem to be in the discharge of those, of those functions, the higher they rise in public service. The more they get promoted, the, the quicker they move through the ranks. And you ask yourself, how is that possible? Because the, the individual who was consular officer in the, in the New York mission, back at the time that all of this was taking place and the audit was reporting on, on these matters, let me just, let me just let you, let me just remem remind you that remind you that the the permanent mission to the United Nations and the consulate of the Commonwealth of Dominica in New York 
were audited over the period for the period 1st of July 2014 to April 30th 2019 and uh, from what we understand what we know the same individual was at the mission in 2014 and uh, through to that period in 2019 um, was the consular officer there was responsible for the consulate and that individual has, well, you could say, risen to higher ranks, uh, now permanent secretary in some ministry or the other. So it doesn't matter how, how badly the work was done, um, that gets glossed over because it, 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 it's not about the work. It's not about the work you do. It probably is about allegiance to or loyalty to or support for a particular politician in office, uh, a particular minister or ministers of government, and uh, helping them to do whatever they need to get done and uh, being able to get promoted and be able to advance on that basis as opposed to doing the work of the state well and with distinction, which all decent public officers with their salt try to do. But, like we said, this is Dominica. This is Dominica. The Global View on Q, the big station. Insights into where the people of Dominica and the Caribbean came from. Understanding our past, embracing our present, charting the way forward into our future. Together, eliminating poverty, embracing justice, peace, and togetherness. The Global View on Q, networking Dominica with the rest of the world. The experts are in the house. From Dominica, Canada, the Caribbean, the United States, Europe, Asia, and the rest of the world. Engaging all Dominicans at home and abroad on our agriculture, our economy, our foreign relations, our justice system, our governance, our international competitiveness, our education, our world-class festivals and entertainment, sports, politics, regional cooperation, and much more. Globally positioning Dominica within the Caribbean. Join the conversation on The Global View on Q. Tune in, call us, have your say. The Global View on Q, only on Q95, the big station. Nature Island Dominica Civil Liberties Foundation, Inc. Nidcliffe. Uniting our Kalinago and Afro-Caribbean nature islanders and friends of Dominica at home and abroad, coming together to help preserve the integrity of Dominica's democracy, human rights, and civil liberties, ensuring free, fair, and competitive elections on a level playing field within a system that guarantees freedom of expression, belief, and association, respect for the inalienable rights of individuals and minorities, Respect for the rule of law, for free communications media, and free from psychological, mental, and physical abuse of women, minors, the elderly, and young men. Some reported $4 billion from the sale of Dominica's Sacrament of Sovereignty, our citizenships, are alleged to have been deposited in mysterious foreign bank accounts controlled by two men, a shady Lebanese operative and a lead policy director. It is alleged that from this fund, the authorities have illegally and corruptly paid the way for thousands of Dominicans living abroad to travel to Dominica on the eve of general elections to vote strategically to help keep their government in power. Even worse, this money, which should have legally been deposited in the consolidated fund, has allegedly been used for every purpose imaginable for the sole goal of allowing government to remain in power. As a result of this illegal diversion of state funds, which has publicly acknowledged, Dominicans have been economically brought to their knees, while large buildings whose ownership is unknown are sprouting all over the country. Our architectural heritage is being desecrated. One party mysteriously erects an imposing headquarters in the city. Foreign artists are paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to hold partisan concerts in Dominica. Support our Radiothon, fundraising events, subscriptions, GoFundMe, and other initiatives to help raise funds to support a legal challenge against the siphoning of public funds from the Consolidated Fund and other initiatives and actions. Nature Island Dominica Civil Liberties Foundation, Inc. Nidcliffe, 
working to help unify and build Dominica and our Afro-Caribbean and Kalanago brothers and sisters at home and abroad. Nidcliffe, fighting to save our nature island, Dominica. In the Spotlight on Q95 FM Radio, every Monday night from 8 p.m. In the Spotlight, featuring people from all walks of Dominican life, spotlighting their triumphs and tragedies, dreams, hopes, and aspirations, untold stories, touching the human and personal side of our people in politics, religion, sports, business, music, culture, the media, and more. Getting to know our farmers, public servants, youth, the ordinary Dominican. Listen to their stories. No limitations, no restrictions, no holds barred. In the spotlight, we'll also spotlight interesting topics, issues, and relevant situations. Don't miss In the Spotlight on Q95 FM Radio every Monday night from 8 p.m. Someone on the telephone, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Lennon Flinton. Hey, Afi, how are you doing? Okay, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, you know, I, I realize that there's such a thing as information overload. Um, and I'm wondering, as serious as the matter is that you've brought to our attention this afternoon, whether... Uh, the issue really isn't that there is corruption and unexplained expenditures and management of public resources, but that the people of Dominica may have reached the point of overload. Because we all know that the people we are dealing with at the top, from the top down, are corrupt. Um, so, so what happens at the point at the point of overload? What is supposed to happen? Excuse me. At the point of overload, what is supposed to happen? At the point of overload, it seems that they they, they block out the real situation, the real problem of which the manifestation is that money is disappearing and not properly accounted for. But what is the problem? The problem, in my humble opinion, is basically that we continue to have people who are known to be inappropriate for positions in government, and we continue to have them in government. The person who was... Well, no, but, but it, it's probably worse than that. It, it is their inability to do what is right that qualifies them for higher and higher positions in the government. That too. That too, and, and, and that, that gets drills down even further than what I started saying, because you have a consular officer who is involved in matters going back way before. I remember you were the journalist who disclosed all the emails, etc. Yeah, having to yeah do indeed. With that same person who happens to be here now in the position of a permanent secretary. And I, I believe in identifying the, the criminals among us. She's Barbara Daly. And and the, the issue really is that we have in our midst people who are known to have corrupted the electoral process from way back when by facilitating the transportation of persons illegally in terms of their voting rights, as per their absence from the country. Ati, let me, let, me, let me disturb you here for a bit, just to say that we're out of time, and it is a conversation that I'd like us to return to. I'm here all week, so um, we, we, we can have some time to explore okay, this I, matter further. All right. Let's call them out, Lennox. Let's call them out. We can't have criminals, pedophiles, and other people like that in our midst and carry on as if everything is hunky-dory. It is not. Okay. All right. Okay, my brother. All the best to you, and thank you very much for joining us. 
That does it for Talk on the Block for today. The Digital Hour is up next. See you tomorrow.